0: So you can call us on studios on 011 two seven double one five. 7115. call us you can share with us your stories um on addiction, how you are recovering from addiction. It can be you, the people around you, your friends and your families and I will also like to hear more about um how you're dealing with this whole thing and maybe you're planning to coming uh to one of the seminars, yes, if you're planning to come there, you can contact the Jason Institute and um, book, make your bookings, or you can call the Institute on 011-482-4237 for more information. So right now we're going to move on to um, an interview I had with Meredith. Meredith is a woman who is attending their seminars at um, Lumka. You know, sometimes people are coming there because someone in their families have the the same problem of addiction. Sometimes they themselves they are struggling with it, or they just come there to learn on how to deal with certain members who are showing maybe possible signs of addictions. So. Meredith is one of those people. She came to find help help and how she can help her daughter who is struggling with addiction. So please, after hearing this conversation, you can, yes, please call me and let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. So right now, please, let's listen to that conversation.
1: Hi, Meredith. How are you? I'm good, and you, Pamela? I'm very well. Thank you. So I would like to hear, please tell me about your story. What happened? What brings you here at the seminars
2: at the Lomka Institute? Okay, with me, it's a bit more personal. My mm-hmm. daughter uh, is an alcoholic and a drug addict, um, and uh, she was very much in active addiction. And I've come here to the workshop, the Addiction Recovery Workshop, just to learn more about addiction and recovery and uh, the title "Finding God in Recovery and Addiction" to make sense of it, to find meaning in it. Mm. And how has your daughter's behavior affected your relationship with her? It's not a good relationship. Um, it's she started young; she was still at school, but uh, as our as her parents, both my husband and I, I think went into denial. And uh, she was drinking, she was drinking under our nose. We just thought it was behavior because teenagers can be difficult. And it just got worse and worse. And then we put her into rehab. But she's been in a few rehabs and it was when she came out and relapsed almost immediately Mm. that we experienced the full effect of active addiction.
3: Mm.
2: Uh, We thought it was bad before, but then we experienced how bad it could be. And how has her behavior also affected your relationship with God? Ironically, maybe it's made my relationship with God stronger mm. because I knew I, I, I needed God's help and guidance. And I would, in the beginning, always pray for to make her better or to let this problem go away. And I did get to a point where I realized I needed to completely surrender. Mm. And as the mercies, mercy prayer Jesus, I trust in you. I just had to trust in God and our Lord.
1: Mm. So I realized you've been here since yesterday. That was yes. the beginning of the cinema. Yes, and uh, you being here second day today,
2: how has it helped you? I'm amazed at how how at the information that Father Tommy's giving. Mm. Today we yesterday the story of the gorilla. Yes, um, I found that very helpful because that it explains exactly why loved ones shouldn't try and fix this problem mm-hmm. and today when he was talking about families he could have been describing my family mm-hmm. it's almost like I thought but you're describing my family <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the oldest child and then the second child yes. I have only got two children but uh, I was um, I'm, I'm absolutely impressed and blown away by his insight and his knowledge and and mm. the information he's got to give, yeah. And him being from
1: America, yes, yeah, in South Africa. I yes. think there's a little bit of gap there. No, because Everything I
2: think it's relevant. Yes, mm. very much so. Very much so.
1: And, uh, he's, uh I would like to, to know again, what message do you give to a mother, to a sister, to
2: maybe a father, anyone who's sitting at home having the same problem that you're having today? The only message I can give is you can't fix them. You yeah. actually can't help your child but what's so important is to look after yourself keep yourself strong um, i always think of the of of on an airplane uh, the uh, the the safety um things that they give before the flight takes off mm-hmm. that should you need the oxygen mask put it on first yes you shared about that yesterday all this funded amazing and then help others Mm. and that makes me realize I'm I'm, I can't help anyone until I've helped myself but I also it's not about helping my daughter it's about supporting her and being there for her but at the same time keeping my boundaries Mm. I I myself compare my daughter's behavior to a hurricane or a tsunami Mm. I can't stop it Can't stop the damage it's going to cause, but what I can do is protect myself. So, and it helped you to
1: understand some of the things that your daughter, the way that she has been behaving. So now it's it
2: made it even more clearer. Um, yes, 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 it did. Actually, you're right, it did. And especially her behaviour when she's not when she's sober, Hmm. um, the the up and down swings and mood swings and the anger and that type of thing. I I couldn't understand that, but Father Tom explained it's very important for people to start um, feeling again. Mm. And I also realized maybe this is why she goes back to drinking, because she's too scared of her own feelings, maybe. I, I, I don't really know, but that's what his explanations and that have been amazing. And he goes on to share a lot of amazing things about himself. Yes, us us yes, and, in a very funny way. Yes, and down to earth, and hmm. that definitely there's no shame. There is shame, but we mustn't give yes. into that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
1: And it's still going on. I mean, it's going to different places now. And uh, I would like you to encourage someone who's at home now, thinking maybe they wouldn't come, and then hearing you and what you're saying about the seminars and what you have learned. Uh, can you please talk to that person who's sitting at home having doubts right now
2: whether to come or not? Well, all I can say to anyone sitting at home thinking about it, please, please, please come. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've i ordered the the recording mm-hmm. because I want to just let as many people as I know listen to this. Um, I thought I was quite knowledgeable. But after the hearing mm-hmm. Father Tom, I realized there's just so much more to learn. Mm-hmm. and. And it's just been fantastic. I've actually enjoyed it besides all the learning. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure now you'll be able to engage with your daughter in a much better way. I think so. Mm. I think so. I- hopefully. But I've got now a lot more knowledge and wisdom. Mm. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. Definitely.
1: Wow. Thank you so much for this. Uh, for talking to me. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you so much. I really you. hope your story touches someone there and then they decide to come and also hear them uh, hear their stories, hear what's going on for themselves and be able to change one's life.
0: Well, that was a conversation I had with Mary Death, one of the women who are attending at the Lumko Retreatment Centre. I would... Um, I urge each and every one of you to think about going there. You know, um, it's the last day here in Johannesburg today. And uh, on the 8th of July, it's going to Manzini. And then uh, from Manzini, it will be PE, where it will take place on the 11th to the 13th. And then a retreatment will be the 14th and to the 16th still an NPE and then uh, from then it will be moving to Cape Town where it will be only be one day, one day that will be on the 19th of July and then the final destination that will be Devon and in Devon it will take place on the 25th to the 27th of July and then a retreatment from 28 to 30. So please if you can Just go there and um, learn more about addiction and finding God in addiction and hear what the pastor has to say about it and learn more on how you can deal with it and how you can support your loved ones who are suffering from different addictions and who are maybe possibly on the journey of recovery. So right now we're going to listen to a piece of music. Enjoy. Enjoy. So you can call the studios uh, right now on zero one one four five two seven double one five, and uh, let us have that conversation on your experiences about addiction. So uh, me sitting there listening to Father Tom, um, you know he he said something, and I quote: "Recovery," he says. Uh, um, actually don't show your dirty laundry in public that's what the society tells us that we should not uh, be talking about our problems people don't want to hear our problems that people actually had enough to deal with in their own lives you know this uh, reminds me of an article that I wrote for the Jason Institute lately that men don't cry and thinking more about this right now i'm thinking of how people in our society they fail to communicate about things that are problematic in their lives you know i'm from the townships and in the townships you find people who are having serious problems serious uh, dysfunctional families where maybe a young young man young boy will lose his family and they wouldn't have time to deal with those things because the, the the society, they expect them to be strong. They expect them to not to show emotions, just like they would say that men shouldn't cry about things, you know, as a sign that when you cry as a man, you show your weakness, you show that you you're not strong enough. So in that manner, a lot of people tend to find comfort in other things. People tend to that bottle of wine the bottle of beer and other substances that might help them so yeah that's very true I see it happening I know a lot of people who are sharing um, a lot of stories as well at the um, LUMCO who went into uh, addiction because they were trying to find some comfort on things that were going wrong in their lives and um, Yeah, it's very difficult like that. And then a lot of people find problems with talking to other people and calling out for help. You know, uh, Father Tom says it's good to ask for help. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you should ask God that God, please help me to stay strong. You know, give me the power not to have that thirst for that glass of wine today and Let us keep going, going and going like that and uh, hoping that God will help us because addiction is not a joke. Addiction is really real. And I found it very interesting on the way he talks about alcoholism. You know, he says alcoholism and addiction is um, an allergy to the body and it's an obsession of the mind. You know that's something that is it messes up with your mind, something that you lose control over, something that you feel like you can't live with it, but you know that is not good for you. it's something that makes you sick, it makes your life difficult, it makes your life dysfunctional, and it changes a lot of things, personality and where you are. Most of the people who suffers from the addictions is mostly the family. Of the people who are addicted so you might want to think about that when if maybe you are in addiction on how you're hurting the people who are closer to you your family your friends and other people in a society you know one other thing that he mentioned is um, stealing as well we see that a lot happening you know, I think in South Africa we have a lot of crimes that are happening around us because people are trying to get their next fix. people are trying to get that bottle of alcohol or whatever it is that they need, mostly in our townships. We see a lot of people, young people are involved they are they are involved in wonga nyawupe, all these drugs and in being able for them to maintain that that craving of having something, some substance that will take them for another day, they have to steal. And I know sometimes you'll have that that family member who is struggling with uh, drugs or alcohol, they will be stealing stuff from the house and, yeah, they, that will mess up the whole fam- family and... The respect they have for the people who are closer to them so with that being said uh, we have come to the end of our show and uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, i hope you do join uh, the the seminars going on and really do learn about them and you can also check out our website at www.jc institute dot org.za where you will find articles that will, will, that art, articles that will be written on the addiction topic as well as some videos that were taken from the LUMCO Retreatment Center as well as recordings. You can purchase some of the recordings that are recorded as it, as it happens. So right now, we're going to listen to Frances as she closed the show for us.
3: So we've been hearing quite a lot today about things that are really to do with our own vulnerability. One of the most moving moments I had when first thinking about issues around addiction and grace was um, when Trevor Hudson, who was giving a talk on addiction, spoke about how we are all in some way addicts. We all have the potential, the capacity to allow something to really get between us and the person we want to be, the person God wants us to be. And that's, for me, really a critical um, thing to think about, to ponder, to think about my own vulnerability, my own neediness. What is it in my own heart that that trips me up again and again? And I, I know that in my own life, just pondering that, bringing it to awareness and asking for God's grace to deal with those parts of myself that I find more difficult to acknowledge are even there, is, is very helpful in helping me to grow as a person. So as we come to the end of today's show, I really invite you to, to just today to spend some time pondering your own vulnerability, your own woundedness, your own brokenness perhaps even your own sense of sinfulness. What is it in your own life that you don't like about yourself, that you wish was different? What is it that gets in the way of you being the person that God invites you to be, the person that God created you to be? And just to bring that to awareness, to to look at it, And in a way, when you're looking at it, not to look at it and beat yourself up about it, but to bring it into the compassionate gaze of Jesus, who understands our vulnerability. Jesus, who so gets that we are sinful and fallen and broken human beings, that he stretches his arms out on the cross for us and is willing to take our pain into his own heart. And so I invite you to just, perhaps for a moment... Imagine yourself standing before Christ on the cross and seeing his love, his compassion for you and showing him as he shows you his own woundedness, his own vulnerability. Imagine just speaking to him about those parts of yourself that are most painful to look at. And what does he say to you? What do you say to him? And so to end the show, I invite you to pray with me the prayer that Jesus himself gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For line is the kingdom, the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. And I want to thank Pamela, who's held the show today, and all the guys on the sound desk who have made today's recordings possible. And We hope to see you again next week.